Hello and thank you for joining us on It Is Written Canada. Friends, we often introduce you to people whose lives have been touched by the hand of God. And we hope their stories inspire you to trust the Lord too. Because He does not play favorites. He is your Heavenly Father too. There is only one requirement and that is the realization of your great need and that He is a great Savior. It's your financial need, your spiritual need, your emotional need, even your physical and relationship needs. They all capture God's heart. The truth is that nothing is too broken for Him to repair. He's God and He upholds the planets and moons and stars. He rules the universe. And nothing is too small for Him to notice either. For He numbers the hairs of your head. He knows more about you than you know about yourself. He is touched by your sorrows and even the utterance of them moves His great heart of infinite love. For there is no chapter in your experience too dark for Him to read, no perplexity too complicated for Him to unravel. He is our Heavenly Father and He sees your tears and He also sees your joys and your sorrows. Today on Eddie's Written Canada, we are going to look into the remarkable chapters of Vinnie Flores' life, the life of one who trusted God to faithfully guide him from the Philippines to Canada. Vinny, God has intervened and guided in your life in a wonderful way. So we want to thank you so much for joining us on Eddie's Written Canada today. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Yeah. And you wrote a book, and that's mm -hmm. what we're going to really be talking about. It's called I Am Finish. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the title in a minute. So writing a book is hard work. What inspired you to, to pick it up and say, hey, I'm going to write that? Well, actually, Pastor Mike, I didn't plan to write a book, but uh, five years ago, um, I was on my way to a conference in Vancouver, and I br brought a book with me by Pastor George Vandeman. Uh, but I finished that book, and uh, I still had plenty of time left. I didn't want to read anymore, and the airline I was flying in did not offer free movies or TV, so I thought maybe I should uh, uh, use my time wisely. And so I started writing notes about my childhood hoping that one day I'd be able to write something for my daughters uh, just to leave them something to help them appreciate the life that they had here in Canada. And the following morning, I was doing my devotional and I was listening to Pastor John uh, Bradshaw and uh, he talked about writing memorials and uh, he said that, um, you know, he encouraged his, his viewers to recollect to write something about their past, remember the goodness of the Lord, because he said as they 
uh, look forward to the future, it will give them confidence uh, mm. this, that the same God that was faithful to them in the past would be faithful to them in the future. So I took that as a sign that so I should continue with what I'm doing. You're inspired by It Is Written from mm -hmm. George Veneman to John Bradshaw, and now you're sharing it with us on It Is Written Canada. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so, Finney, tell us about the significance of the title. Yes, so the title of the book is I Am Finnish, A Work in Progress. So it's a play on words. Um, so my name's Finney, derived from the word finished. Um, well, to tell you a little bit about the background. So my, my parents originally had four children, two older girls and two younger boys. But uh, an accident, a tragic accident happened. My, my, my brother, who was about two years old then, was struck by a vehicle. And uh, it was very uh, hard for my parents, particularly for my mother. Mm. Uh, but later on, they decided to have uh, another child, another son. And in the process, they had five more girls <laughs> until I came out. And so my father said, well, the search is finished. <laughs> so I was named Finney. Um, but what I really wanted to tell about that uh, is, is that um, a tragedy could be a blessing. And mm. if we're not for that tragedy, I would not have been here. You so would be here. It turned out to be a blessing. Yeah. And you were the tenth one, like the. <laughs> so your mom had ten children then. Yes. Wow. Big family. That's so nice. It is. Yeah. We were growing up in the Philippines. What was that like? Well, um, like many other Filipinos, uh, we were poor, and so life was hard. I mean, with so many uh, children to put through um, school and to raise, money was tight. But um, I had a happy childhood. Um, I, uh, I grew up in a loving family. I learned about life, appreciated God's protection. Um, I appreciated life and I've learned to live simply. Um, even in my childhood, I was able to see the, the, the goodness and the deliverance of, of God. Uh, there were several occasions where I could have died. I've had several bouts of malaria growing up. Um, I almost stepped on a cobra. Wow. <laughs> I almost died on a acrobatic accident, uh, but, but God is God's good. And um, uh, I grew up in a church family, a small church family, uh, but uh, there I learned uh, leadership skills, I learned responsibilities, and I believe that many of those early trainings uh, kept me uh, active and engaged in the church to this mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And knowing you and reading your book, uh, I, I think of Psalm 1 mm -hmm. because it talks about blessed is the man and your life has been truly blessed. Mm -hmm. And so right now we're going to listen to Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3 being sung by Scripture Singer. Blessed is the man, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way, the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law, in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate, meditate day and night, and he shall be shall be like a tree, like a tree, planted by the rivers of water. And ye shall be, ye shall be like a tree, like a tree, 
that bringeth forth his fruit in due season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper, and he shall be, he shall be like a tree, like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And that was Psalm 1 by Scripture Singer. And you can find them online at scripturesinger.com where they make Bible memorization so easy. All you have to do is listen to their music. And we have been talking to Finney Flores, who trusted God to faithfully guide his life from the Philippines to Canada. So, Finney, you told us about your life in the Philippines and what it was like growing up there. So, how did you come to Canada? Yeah, so that's actually a miracle in itself. Um, my sister and my brother-in-law, San and Grace, um, they sponsored us to come to Canada. Um, my brother-in-law um, is a Vietnamese refugee and he left uh, Vietnam after the Vietnam War you know, with other boat people and he landed in the Philippines. And my sister was working as a teacher there, teaching English, and that's where they met. And um, now, according to statistics, actually, uh, it's very slim for a refugee to be resettled to another country. But God opened an opportunity for him to migrate to Canada, and so he sponsored my sister, and then they sponsored us. Wow. So what was it like for you coming to Canada as a first-generation Filipino-Canadian? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really happy to have been able to migrate to Canada. And um, when I first arrived in Canada, I, I, I felt it felt like uh, I was released from a box uh, with uh, limited opportunities to an open space full of possibilities. And uh, before I left the Philippines, I said to myself, I'd be happy just to, you know, uh, be a gas attendant. But God had far better plans for me. Um, just like many other um, immigrants, I started with survival jobs. I worked in a factory putting labels on cosmetics. I worked in a fast food chain. Um, but God opened a, a, an opportunity for me to be able to work in an office. And that again is a miracle in itself because I was young. I never finished uh, college and um, never had experience working in the office. And I was able to get a job as a dental medical claims adjudicator for an insurance company. Um, so I worked there for about two years. And then I realized that uh, education is the key for a better life in this country. And so I decided to go back to school. Uh, I went full time and, and uh, uh, worked part time. Um, while money was tight, I mean, I had to pay for my own tuition, my living expenses and everything, but God proved faithful. Um, at the end of my studies, I only had $250 uh, loan from the government. Wow, oh, that's amazing. So you finished and you got your degree and your qualifications, mm -hmm. and then you moved to Ottawa. Yes. So an opportunity opened for me to work at the head office in the IT department. So I moved to Ottawa. Um, I was excited to start working in the field, but uh, it was lonely. I grew up with a large family, always surrounded with people. And here I was in a place four hours away from Toronto from my family, and it was lonely. Um, but 
again, God proved uh, faithful. He provided a, a wonderful church family. Um, and also there was a, a couple there that uh, didn't have a child and they sort of adopted me as their son. They picked me up to go to church and uh, they brought me home for lunch. And so I had, uh, you know, social support. Um, and then a year after I got married. And so I have, a, I had a companion, my wife, Arlene.
there were many blessings that uh, God had uh, blessed us with in, in Ottawa. We lived there for 10 years. My daughters were born there. And uh, there was one particular um, event that I'd like to, to share in, in our life in Ottawa. Um, so two years uh, after moving to Ottawa, the company I was working for was bought by another uh, insurance company and my position was eliminated. But before my work term was finished with them, uh, God had already lined up another one for me. And so the severance money that I was able to receive, we, we used that to, to buy a house, our first home in Ottawa. And so, you know, while it started as a misfortune, it turned out to be a blessing. And Romans 8, 28, where it says, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, prove faithful. And we've seen that text proven many, many times. And then you moved from Ottawa to Oshawa. Mm -hmm. So what did you do in o Oshawa? And yes. what are you doing now? Mm -hmm. So after I finished my graduate studies, well, we were living in, in Ottawa, um, an opportunity opened in Toronto to work for me to work in the public sector. And so although it was a, a six months contract, Arlene and I decided to take it on, trusting that God will provide. And um, also we were wanting to, to uh, send our children to Adventist school. And we know that there's an elementary and a high school here in Oshawa. So we decided to take it on. And that six month contract became a three year contract and, and God provided many other blessings. Um, I'd like to mention that when we moved here first in Oshawa, um, God gave us a spacious home and we were wondering why. <laughs> you know, I, I even felt guilty at times living in that home, but uh, we later on realized why God did so because it hosted so many uh, Friday night meetings and, and uh, Sabbath potluck lunches with the growing Filipino community. Uh, and so we realized why the Lord had blessed us with that one. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I'd like to mention is early on in our life here in Osho, we decided to give a double tithe, 10% uh, for income, uh, for, for uh, tithe and 10% for offering. And um, we've seen God's faithfulness. We could never outgive God. Mm -hmm. So That's we were grateful for that. And you're paying for your children's education mm -hmm. in private schools. Yes. And you're just trusting the Lord and he has continued to mm -hmm. bless you mm -hmm. and multiply those blessings. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I'm the only uh, income earner. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I just think, you know, about blessing you with a big home. I remember um, reading in your book when your youngest daughter went to go and look at the home and she looked around and she said, this is a mansion. <laughs> Compared to what we yeah. had in Ottawa yeah. before. <laughs> and then you said that home really became an outreach. Mm -hmm. Like there was a little, mm -hmm. um, God provided a haven, like yes. a, a missionary place for you to reach other people. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um, Finney, are there any lessons or any experiences that you would like to share with other people who have immigrated to, to Canada? Certainly, uh, I've learned a few lessons in my life here in, in Canada. Uh, one thing is um, the importance of community, uh, being connected. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in, in our case, it was a church that we were able to connect with early on in our life here in Canada. And that really helped us uh, socially and spiritually and it helped us anchor in the Canadian society. Mm -hmm. The other thing that um, um, I learned in my life anyway is the importance of embracing this country as your home. Um, we have this saying in Filipino, which roughly translates, it's hard to paddle in two canoes, uh, sorry, uh, it's hard to paddle in two rivers. Yeah. Um, so it's either you're here or there. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's easy to to you know long for the um, for for the, your country of origin yeah, and romanticize your exactly yeah. yes yeah. and so you know uh, take on the opportunities that are presented here and at the same time give give back to the community mm -hmm. uh, and the the other thing that um, uh, we've learned in our life is the importance of not just sticking to your own com uh, ethnic community. Mm -hmm. um, by doing so, you, you get to appreciate more the, the, the various cultures in this country. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it broadens your horizons. And uh, as a matter of fact, we have friends from all over the world. And it's been a blessing to, mm -hmm. to know yeah. people from various yeah. countries in the world. Canada mm -hmm. is very multicultural. It is. Mm -hmm. it is. So tell me, what did you learn from writing the book? What were the blessings that you received from writing this book? Yeah, several. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, like today, we're doing this interview. I never could have imagined that. But the Lord opened that opportunity. Um, we were also able to uh, give out as, as Christmas gift uh, copies of the book to our neighbors and even to our friends far and near, some as far as Australia and UK. Um, I was also invited to have a, a, a Q&A session at my workplace where about 30 of my colleagues uh, attended and I was able to read excerpts from the book and to testify about God's goodness and faithfulness. And the other thing was uh, we were able to raise uh, funds to, to uh, donate to our uh, favorite charities and, and um, ministries, uh, people that were able to get copies of the book, they, they donated and, and so we were able to give that in return. Mm. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so you take your book, you give it to someone, you can have a conversation and tell them all about your life and you're not even there. Mm -hmm. So you're exactly. sharing your story with mm -hmm. so many other people. Mm -hmm. I know you shared it with your neighbors mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking about writing another book? <laughs> <laughs> so some of my friends, our friends that have read the book, um, they said, where's part two? Yeah. And so they asked because uh, the first book finished when, when we moved here in, in Oshawa. And okay. we've lived here 15 years. So, yeah. Um, so I've taken the opportunity of the Christmas break and the lockdown and I've started writing. Um, and so I have a, a draft by God's grace. It opens an opportunity to publish that as well. So it's it's a story about the, the life that we had here in, in Oshawa, the joys, the failures, the successes, the victories, the lessons learned. So hopefully we'll see something like that too in the future. Awesome. You know what's so amazing about writing your story or talking about your story is that it's your story and how God has blessed you and led you. Mm -hmm. So no one can argue with that, right? When yeah. you write something about your story. So if you're trying to share your faith with someone and you do it in the form of a book about your life, then of course you have you have permission to do that and uh, people will accept that more easily. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, one of the neighbors that we gave a copy of the book to, um, Arlene has been sharing books to her in the past, religious books, and she kept saying, yeah, that will be the next book that I would read. But when we gave this to her, we ran into her about a couple of weeks after and she said, I've been wanting to, to run into you because she says, I read the book the day after I finished it. And she was really glad that she received a copy from us. That's so wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Blessed and made you a part of a community here in Canada mm -hmm. and you're able to share within your community that's so important mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so Vinny, i wonder if i can ask you to please pray for us before we finish today so. for sure let's pray 
Our gracious, loving Father, Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. I've seen it in our lives, and uh, I thank you, Lord, that you've given us this opportunity to, to talk. Father, I pray that you will continue to bless the ministry of It Is Written. I pray for Pastor uh, Mike and Renee and the rest of the team, Lord, as they continue to endeavor to uh, reach the world through messages of hope and to um, deliver the message of your goodness and your faithfulness. Father, I pray for um, some of the people that may have just recently migrated to Canada. I know how it was like. They may be maybe facing some challenges, Lord, but uh, I want to assure them that our God is faithful, that, they, that He will never leave them nor forsake them. So I thank you, Father, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Finney, again, for joining us on It Is Written Canada. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's Thank a joy. You. Friends, through listening to Finney's story, I hope that you were inspired by God's guidance and God's intervention and God's faithfulness in his life. And we were not able to share all of the details of Finney's story. So our free offer for you today is Finney's book entitled, I Am Finnish. So here's the information you will need in order to receive today's free offer. To request today's offer, just log on to www.itiswrittencanada.ca. That's www.itiswrittencanada.ca. If you prefer, you may call toll-free at 1-888-CALL-IIW. That's 1-888-CALL-IIW. Call anytime. Lines are open 24 hours daily. That's 1-888-CALL-IIW. Or if you wish, you may write to us at It Is Written, Box 2010, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. And thank you for your prayer requests and your generous financial support. That's It Is Written, Box 2010, Oshawa, Ontario, L1H7V4. We would like to pray for you. And so if you have a prayer request, the information that you need to contact us is on the screen right now. And we will put your prayer request on our personal prayer list and pray for you. Before you go, we would like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs, including our cooking demonstrations, our short spiritual messages entitled Daily Living and our exercise workouts called Experiencing Life. We also would like to invite you to join us every Friday evening live on YouTube and Facebook at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 15 minutes to open up the Bible and we can look in there and experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God.